0: We're back with Danielle Sean, our owner and coach from Emotional Intelligence Mastery. And he joins us live from Vancouver, but he's working worldwide with people and their relationships and so many different aspects and really uh, wants to help you conquer um, your self-limiting beliefs and to live the best life possible. I know today we're going to get down and talk a little bit more about sexuality, sex in general, uh, psychology, I know we've talked about, and of the mind of what you do. Uh, But first and foremost, let's start with a little overview so our listeners could get to know you.
1: Great. Yeah. So right off the go, it's Danielshawn.ca D-A-N-I-E-L-S-E-A-N. And you can have a 45-minute complimentary session with me. I'm going to guarantee that you have a breakthrough in that session. So that's a really good offer off the go to uh, help people have some really great breakthroughs. Mm, we love that. Thank you. So what uh, off the go, basically, we are constantly judging people. You know, when people say that in conscious ways or how we can be more conscientious, let's not judge. It's not bad to be uh, judgmental-ism, but not be judging from a place of maybe criticism. And so right off the go in the first five seconds when people meet them, The first impression is making a very lasting impression, how you look, how you sound and what you say. In the first five seconds, people are making those quick judgments, especially a lot of women towards men. And in a 34 minute conversation, uh, a woman is judging whether that man could be a long term partner for her or not. And you will usually stick to that there can be exceptions. So these impressions do make a difference. Now the flip side of that is a lot of how we protect ourselves is from a lot from invasion or trauma that women have from assault from men or the improper way that they've been treated or touched. So four to five women have been assaulted or have sexual trauma. It's a, it's a startling fact. It's very terrible, but we want to start getting that down, at least hopefully in the stats moving forward. So that's just a really understanding of how people quick to judge. It's okay to judge, we do it all the time. And I don't really believe in this thing around, we should just not judge, it's a natural way that we are feeling people's character, feeling them out, how much we can trust them. And so this first impression makes a big difference. So basically, (laughs) How do we build a place where we are coming from more natural intimacy with each other?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't mean in a necessarily sexual way. We have, a lot of us just lost the sense of this natural intimacy because we are afraid of being judged and it's natural. So it's just gonna happen. A lot of this is the belief around people's self-image, what they think about themselves, their self-esteem, their self-worth and their self-love. All of these things in a psychological way are true to each person's own world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So self-worth and self-love, that is a direct correlation to our sexual health and what we believe about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So for men or women, in this nasty <laughs> way of hypervigilant self-image, and we get it, like women wanna feel sexy, they want to feel wanted, so do men. How do we come from that place? That's just a natural charisma, a natural confidence in how we carry ourselves. It makes a big, big difference. How we just command the words we speak our presence and that people want to trust us. It's a very split dichotomy of, um, well, I better put my best foot forward. But men typically on that is like going to go towards white lies of I'm better than I think I am. To impress you, in order for you to accept me, and then <laughs> when, um, pardon me, everyone's trying to be the right person. Person, but nobody is is being the right person. Mm-hmm. They're trying, and so it's this attempting to, in a sense, put on this false facade. So there is this way that we are becoming more naturally in a confident way of expressing ourselves, which is a big thing for men, the ex- self-expression and how that is correlating to your sexuality.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So how do we get more intimate in this way? That does not mean in a sexualness that nope, necessary No, it doesn't way. have
0: to be, exactly.
1: It's, mm. it's a natural intimacy. So, you know, over about three podcasts, we've built this rapport, how we conversate. I think it's because of your personality, Jill, the way that you carry yourself We have a candidacy there's like an openness in how we are building this sense of trust in a professional relationship Mm -hmm. that there's a feeling of a meaning there and there's a feeling of you know i value this person and i value speaking to them because of the way especially the way that men make women feel and they are going to thrive off that they're going to love it there's there's no corruption in it Mm -hmm. there's no lying there's no Uh, A fakeness of me making sure that she likes me right we don't want to be liked we want to be trusted and that is a lot from like childhood stuff I hope they like me I hope I'm going to be accepted no 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 just are they gonna accept me I'm gonna be all of who I am yeah and that's gonna feel like really good and comfortable but always a sense of like progressively growing so this is a lot to do with our sexuality and how we need to come from a place, especially men, women can express themselves. And in fact, the more that men invite and evoke that out of them from their presence, their presence alone will invite more expression from them. And all of a sudden, men are going to see that, that kind of more surrendered side of the woman of, you know, I want to trust him. I would like to feel that I could get closer to him. But, but women are smart, of course. Mm-hmm. They're more emotionally intelligent than the average man. They're going to test. They're going to poke. They're going to prod.
0: You're so right about that. And I love it.
1: <laughs> they have to. Of yeah. course. Because four out of five women have sexual trauma or have been even mm-hmm. touched. Now, think about that. If, if a woman has been touched from the last relationship in a man that did not feel good, that did not from a place of like, whoa, that my alarm bell is going off, like threat, danger. And yet they might even still continue to have that relationship because it could just be the good enough guy that's around right now that I could date. We got to have to raise our standards naturally. And so the next man, she comes into the potential of that relationship. Now her alarm bells are up that much more. So this is why men have to have that healthy sexuality Mm -hmm. so right off the go porn guys you gotta stop you gotta cut out the pornography Mm -hmm. you you gotta cut it out because men are so visual now let's say if they they watched it actively you're bringing out that psychological nature out to you into the real world every now you go and look are you in a lustful place Are, are you just looking at them for their bodies for like these flesh grabs and it goes both ways women want to feel wanted so you go to the average gym these days like women are wearing the sexy yoga pants they're wearing the tight fitting things and there's a way that you can appreciate them you're appreciating their beauty and more from that place when you go to approach them guys Mm -hmm. she's gonna feel a lot better because even if she's feeling very vivacious you know she's doing her workout she's feeling like in a sexual place, not many people don't usually approach people in the gym. I'm just using it as an example. Yeah. Then she's going to feel appreciated off the go. But you can come in with your quips and you can come in with little, you know, be funny or be less feeling that you ever have to be intimidating or dominating in order for her to like submit to any place of, well I guess I'll agree to give him my number this is coming from a more like primal place that is not really embodied so that's a side of how we like can start to yep. more approach women in the real world guys and you don't have to use the screens that mm-hmm. to satiate your sexuality now I'm, let's take this a bit deeper because we're just gonna get right into it Semen retention. Semen retention is a massive thing, and will massively change your life within a matter of months. Within these things, kind of take time. It's going. you if you start doing it, you're going to get a little ornery. You're going to get a little angry off the go. You're going to wonder why am I having these new, foreign, different spectrums of emotion, and all of a sudden, you become a lot more magnetic. Mm-hmm. I've done it in the last four years. Women look at me a lot differently you hold a different place in yourself Mm -hmm. which is with it's more protective and it's more from there's a lot of potential in how we can know each other and i want to see what growth can happen here rather than i think you're super hot and we should just go on a date and you're acting from simply that sexual place that's not bad we all it's very good that we have sex. I think more sex in general is less from a sense of repression and suppression. But how you approach, be candid, be open, be honest. Because dishonest people are are coming from more of that lustful place. Dishonest people are like, well, they're just hot. It's okay to recognize someone that is attractive. But... Compatibility matters much more mm-hmm. than traction. You need both to have, I believe, a successful relationship. What would you say to that, Jill? Do you say, would you have a better chance of having a good relationship with both compatibility that's strong, that's growing over time, and sexual chemistry, or one or the other?
0: I mean, I think both would be good, but I'm just, I'm just glad to hear you talk about the sexual retention thing because i dated someone who practiced this and i didn't understand it It was about 10 years ago and i didn't understand it at first it took a while to get used to it like it's such a beautiful higher place to be i thought something like was maybe wrong with me i'm like well why don't you want to have an orgasm why is it but then i learned the spiritual side of the whole thing and how it affected him emotionally and it was better and it was more Sexual, so it ended up being great. So I just have to bring that up, but I don't know if you know our listeners are familiar with that. But I'm glad you brought that topic up too, because that's something that was so new to me. And I bet you there's a lot of people out there that don't even know what that really means. You know, so thank yeah. you.
1: Well, yeah, and and it's a challenge for guys. And yeah. I get it. You know, it's it's incredibly exciting. You get a lot of pleasure out of your orgasms. Great. So you know, it is on a bit of an energetic side. Yeah, we could call it spirituality. Sure, it's it's a part of it. It's a lot to do with uh, Mantak Chia's work, and and he's just very, you're very pro-sexual. So it's still about having sex. It's just how you're both receiving more and more waves of better pleasure that you're building up over time. And then, now men, all of a sudden, you last a lot longer in bed, guys. You last a lot longer. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, if she is capable of having orgasms, which one in six women are not capable, of having an orgasm. Unfortunately, again, I really believe coming from that sexual trauma or childhood trauma, that her world is going to change if she has gone years or months without being able to have an orgasm. And now she can, all of a sudden, she is wanting to start putting herself out there more to meet more men. See, because we honestly are usually more isolated and more like we we come home after the day of work, whatever. Now, now, what are we going to do? Are we going to spend time binge watching the shows or the movies or, you know, and women, a lot of women will watch pornography as well, too. But it's a different thing in how it affects their their brains. It's, it's less corrupting a bit. It's, it's not good. But she is more like, women are built for pleasure. Women are built for pleasure. And men are meant to help her feel more and more pleasure. And all of a sudden, if you're doing nice things, if you're asking in the relationship, how can we love each other better? What do you need? What do you want from me? And that you naturally are choosing to want to do that, very, very healthy relationships are gonna start to evolve. If you don't want to, and they're like, well, I, I do it for you because I get this out of it. Uh oh, we got some, we're gonna have some problems coming up, because you're doing it as a duty to receive something else rather than just choosing the love that you have or the relationship that's going to grow. Does that make sense? Mm
0: -hmm. It really does. Thank you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So one big thing is that um, when when people look into their eyes, each other's eyes, your heart rate and your heartbeat synchronizes. Cool thing you did it for like three to five seconds you notice and before a man speaks his appearance and body language account for 55 percent of the woman's first impression so i'm on the side of actually being more expressive you can be goofy you can be a little bit weird it's 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 not unnatural to me it's not unnatural to kind of Pierce through some surface level, superficial ways of how we might speak. Like, how's the weather? How are you doing? Women are gonna now on this side. Spoken with a lot of women, so women are gonna talk about men's cock size, how much money he makes, where does he live, what like what does he do in his day to day? Does he have a other side of himself? that mm-hmm. you know is not just the maybe uh workaholic yep. but a lot of people a lot of women can appreciate the workaholism because they want to know that he makes good money but can he show her a good time can mm-hmm. they have spontaneous incredible fun
0: true
1: no it's, it's a big thing so you know not that women are off the hook on that we get it women we get it of course that's part of your test that's yep. part of to know that He can give me orgasms in the bedroom. I cannot wait to see him next. I cannot wait for this date that we're gonna go on. Mm -hmm. And then then you can step up and say, I wanna pick you up at seven o'clock. We're gonna go to this restaurant. And and like, unless she hates that food. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm gonna pick you up at seven. I'll see you then. It's okay to be directive. So there's a little bit more of this time where men are getting a little more feminized. I get it. We wanna kind of understand that side of ourselves. But you can be assertive and be directive that's not dominating it's saying i am going to be able to take care of you i want to and there is could be offended for some women but positive ownership that means they become a part of your world and Mm -hmm. they want to become a part of your world it's like masculine containment but the feeling is freedom it is never control, it is never jealous, and it is never possessive. And this is how men sometimes are like, I own her like property. No, the low self esteem, low self women will want that because some don't know how to take care of themselves in that way. But it is very imperative that women see like this is for freedom of the best becoming and how we can become our best versions of ourselves. I'm so, you know, over the moon or these terms that we say romanticism is not dead to me. So it's just a big (laughs) way how men can step up in dating. um, But women get way more full than like the substrata of whatever the top 8% of men that are like the highest earners. And, women are going to go with hypergamy of course towards I don't like using numbers and calling people 1 to 10s but if we thought about it that way the highest status men that make the most money that are the most handsome and the most charismatic mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to tend towards that and mm-hmm. people on this day and age is one of the highest levels that we are judging each other yeah cuz online socials and everything yeah so yeah the big thing is, is that when a girl when a girl is in love, she offers sex. When a guy wants sex, he offers love. Uh,
0: Wait, say that again. Want- say that again. When a girl, say that again. Yes.
1: <laughs> I know. When a girl is in love, she offers sex. When a guy wants sex, he offers love. Yeah. Unfortunately, why? Influence from pornography, lustfulness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So we're changing that. How are you gonna do that, guys? more retention.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, um, stop looking at the screens for the flash grabs. Good. Women want to be wanted. Great. That's good. You you do want to be wanted. And dress in however that makes you feel mm-hmm. sexual and, and alive and incredible. Guys, yeah. your, your prerogative there, look her in the eyes, see her for who she is. Mm-hmm. Notice the way that you are making her feel you know and and this and then all of a sudden what's what's amazing about that when you do develop the trust Mm -hmm. all of a sudden like she invites you in now you know you can slap her ass a bit if you're dating for a long time she will start to a lot of women love that stuff Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. that fun kind of like i'm very open with my sexuality with you the playfulness opens up a lot but off the go it's, it's not usually to come in with that kind of thing of mm-hmm. like, just want to sleep with you. That's how I'm actually relating to you. Because women will start to hire intellectual women, conscious women, smart women, women that, you know, make decent money and, and have that good self-worth. They are, are not going to appreciate that often. Mm-hmm. You know, some will. Some will. Because I heard this story recently, which is I got, I got in for a date. And he was looking at pornography right in the first 10 minutes of her driving to their restaurant to go to their first date. Appalled. She was disgusted. She still slept with him.
0: Hmm.
1: And now all these, like, is this uproar on socials or whatever? How, how could you do this? How could you, you know? And it is, it's, it's not a good, men are using very corrupted ways sometimes. To also test and push her of how open she is in her sexuality
0: mm-hmm. from a
1: naive place and then taking advantage it still happens. But since the Me Too movement, women are a lot more aware of this. So that's a lot of um, getting really into the grit and understand guys. Yeah, they do talk about that stuff. So um, don't be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed of the way that you look if you think you're ugly or you think you're, you're uh, not good enough, or I could never land the woman. No, man, that's, that's your programming. That's your yeah. conditioning. People will see beyond that and they will see the person for who they are. So we have to pierce through the surface level and that kind of first impression of the attraction. Sure. Great. It could feel juicy and that sexual chemistry could be there. She is going to love you way more if mm-hmm. you give her the feeling of protection and, uh, the time together can be titillating and scintillating and just absolutely amazing and all of a sudden now you don't want to just come home to watch your shows and and sure like you know watch a movie here and there or something you you actually want to relate more and more and spend better quality time together either in the bedroom bedroom or cooking amazing meals meals together going to the gym together all the different ways that you can express yourself Listen, you know, there are a lot of different ways, kind of like high school sweethearts, how mm-hmm. we could actually be listening to music together, yeah. and you want to spend that time, but With. like probably eighty percent of marriages are like they just fall into this redundancy. It's like, oh, well, she's my honey, and then even the way that they will say that, or it's like, that's your wife. If you don't want like to, derogatory. if you don't want, her,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: It's disrespectful. Yeah. And women pick up on that, old oh, boy. And do you think that she's got some cannon fodder and ammunition back up for you? It will, yeah. It's just a recipe for disaster.
0: Well, I apologize. <laughs> we are out of time, Daniel. How do we yeah. contact you? Wow,
1: wow, wow. <sighs> Daniel Sean, dot C A. free 45-minute session. I really encourage that you will get an incredible breakthrough through that. And thank you, Jill, for this time, and we'll be in touch.
0: Thank you. Have a great day, and um, I hope you have a fantastic week. Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. So much. The
0: beginning. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Take
1: care. Bye.
0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.